Being a teacher in today's age is hard enough. Not only in this era do you have to worry about your students graduating and just doing well, you have to manage virtual classrooms and in-person classrooms. You have to worry about active shooters and active shooter drills and low pay. Imagine you're a teacher and one of your students walks into the classroom ready for the lesson drenched in blood. I like the old talk murder me better. Uh, so tonight our surprise shot dedication is for Wolfie. Thanks, Wolfie. And this is a specific request. Okay. I hope it's good. Surprise shots. Surprise shots. We don't know what they are because they're a surprise. I don't know what happened with that one. Like my <clears throat> hand hesitated or something and I, I had to catch up. Cheers. Cheers. Oh. You know, I was really worried about that combination of flavors. But that was, was actually mint good. in there? Yeah. At least it's like Java mint. That was the Dementor shot. Oh. And it was vodka, coffee liqueur, and peppermint. That wasn't bad. I kind of liked that. Yeah, I liked it. That was pretty good. I don't know if I could do like six of them, but... Well, I told y'all, I, I, I have an aversion to straight up peppermint shots. Yeah. Can't do it. The I'm proud of you. Patty. Proud of you. It's still. Yeah, that was the worst. No thing more rumple I've ever had. No more rumple mints. Nope. Mm-mm. We got some cool comments on talkmore.com. Go there to talk to me if you guys want. Shout these people out. Brandon says this is about the Brandy Worley case. That was a terrible case. Oh, uh, yeah. I remember. Hearing the 911 clips on TikTok. Huh. I was the star of this episode. Was that when I was hangry? Huh? <laughs> was that my ha- I was Nicole was the star of this episode. Was that because I was really hangry that episode? Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> uh, good job, John. Way to make us all depressed again. P.S. You're my favorite. So, boom. Heaven Smith, a high school senior, which kind of freaked me out a little bit. She was talking about the Angela Simpsons. Where is she now? It's been some years since the 2009 killing. Well, I'm pretty sure she's still in prison. Let's see. Um, I'm a senior in high school, and I'm hoping... Well, I'm a senior in high school. I'm in forensic class. You know what? Forensic class in high school? Yeah, we do. What the fudge, That's man? cool. I, yeah, that's awesome. Learning about murder stuff. Yada, yada, yada. So, big shout out to you. I think that's the first high schooler... That's commented. So basically what I want to know from you, Heaven, is am I popular? We have seniors in high school <laughs> listening to us. I don't know how I feel about this. Am I popular at your school? <laughs> I don't care anything. I you don't know. know. I don't tell the students. <laughs> I don't tell the students um, the name of my podcast. So if they oh, find shit. us, it's their own. Um, Let me see. Yada, yada, yada. All right. Well, that's it for those. So thank you guys so much. So before we get started, I want to say that we're on live chat right now. That is the Patreon YouTube live video. I do all these videos live, the episodes, all three of them. And I'm going to start putting some more clips on YouTube for you guys. But if you want to see us live and have us talk to you, go to talkmore.com slash join and join the patron. And you can get that. Um, but can I do a, a shameless plug? Yeah, shameless plug. Also, what's the 
episodes for um every day's a holiday. Yeah. You gotta be telling those. People well, I haven't learn. done it this week because I've been working on this other podcast <sighs> yet. So I gotta do that tonight. I'm a little backed up with work this weekend. Um, but for you to be aware of an upcoming holiday this week, International Coffee Day is coming up. Oh. John, in Yesterday particular. was International Daughter's Day. It was also Lobster Day. I almost, I, I was thinking about like, damn, we should go for lobster rolls. Mm. Mm. Um, but uh, so, so there is a podcast that I uh, am working on about a cult in South America run by Nazis. As the unstended my Zeit verwendet habe im Dienste meines Volkes. Real Nazis. Real Nazis. Like, not like neo-Nazis legit came from Germany after the war and settled in Chile. Yeah, and we do not approve of Nazis here at Talk Murder Me Studios. Correct. Um, So do we think that this is one of the landing places for Hitler? Um, you know, there was a, the show that we watched, Hunting Hitler, yes. did cover this particular cult and area, um, and it is built like a fortress. It is definitely not just your average cult. Is it the place with the big underground? Yeah. Like cements yes. and stuff? Yeah. There's bunkers, there's telecommunications it's centers. crazy, man. There's padded walls. They have there's hidden, trip wires. You know how, like, today we would have hidden cameras places? Yeah. They have, well, back then in the 50s, they didn't have those, but they had hidden microphones. Yes. That's crazy. And they're still there. They're just scattered around everywhere. And this place is still inhabited. Yeah, the cult it's is still, still going. Yeah. Well, no, it's well, not still... Oh, go ahead. The cult has... Uh, "Quote unquote disbanded." the The founder and leader of the cult was eventually captured, um, and he was sentenced to jail, and he died in prison when he was eighty eight years old. Um, and so, the today that was like in two thousand six. That was in oh eight. There, ha- there is a Nazi on trial now. He's one of the last ones, probably the last one. He's a hundred five. Um, but this the, shit barely makes the news, by the, the way. The uh, the so the the cult is not no longer really a cult, but a lot of people still live there uh, because it's all they've ever known. You know, it's a it's a commune, and now it's a tourist destination. Interesting. So this article is from August second. German court sets trial for one hundred year old alleged Nazi guard. Wow. <laughs> From my research, though, like very few few Nazis were even put to trial. Like there's in term when you look at the scope of the numbers, it's actually pretty embarrassing. Um, And so this cult, it was a religious Christian cult, actually. Um, But the charismatic leader was a Nazi. And I struggled to use the word ex-Nazi because once you're a Nazi, aren't you always a Nazi? You know, oh. it kind of made me think of the movie Inglorious Bastards, which yeah. you haven't seen, have you, Jen? Yes, I have. Oh, okay. Well, the, you know, the very end where mm-hmm. Lieutenant Aldo Rain says, you know, 
the thing about you Nazis is you can just take off your uniforms and no one would ever know. Like you can live among, you know, other people. And obviously he does something very special with his branding techniques. Yes. Um, But that's the, the truth is like, even though you can take off the uniform, are you ever not a Nazi? Right. You can never wash that blood off of your hands Mm -hmm. and what that ideology is. Like Rolf. Yeah. Uh, From the sound of music. But anyway, check out the new podcast, Dignidad, and uh, it'll be out this week. What does that mean? Or is that the name of the cult? The It was uh, Colonia Dignidad is the cult uh, name. So I got some great stories this week, and we're starting with the Nevada tan stories. Anybody heard of this? No. Okay, it's Nevada slash tan so like Nevada as in where Wolfie is right now? No, she's in Vegas. Yes. That's in oh, Nevada. Yeah, that is in Nevada. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> and apparently it is Nevada. It's not Nevada. Oh, interesting. I did not know that. I thought I was just going with how John was pronouncing it. it is. No, he did it correctly. He was mm. correct. This Nevada. What the Nevada. hell? Nevada. Well, a lot Nevada. of people from, I like, feel like back home, we pronounce it Nevada. Mm-hmm. That's because y'all are all mature. Nevada. Nevada Kadaba. <laughs> all right. So Nevada is spelled like this. Now you got me saying it. It's Nevada. Nevada. Nevada Tan. Any guesses? Look at the last name Tan. Try to think of where that comes from. Um, th- this is a person's name? Is it a native story? It's a person that has earned that name through some actions that he or she did. It's not the real name, no. But that surname, the ending, Tan, is used in a certain culture. Natives? Native Americans? Is it an Asian descent? I'm thinking like San. San isn't San. I know San is something, but I don't know what Tan is. What is this right here? This is a building. This is in Nagasaki. Look how close. And not only are the houses all close together, but they're not even aligned straight. Like in here in America, like we have, you know, straight lines. This is just all over the. Maybe they're place. just trying to make the best use of use of the land. Yeah, because this is pretty much all radioactive land. Let's be honest. <laughs> or we're like actually going to Nagasaki. Yeah, this is Nagasaki. I thought you meant we were just going to like Japan. No, this is Nagasaki right here. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Nagasaki! Tonight we are doing the Nevada Tan case. Nevada Tan is a moniker that was given to a person... In this facility, try to guess what this, what does this look like to you? A hospital. A uh, 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 club. That's a, a school. That's an elementary school. Oh. <laughs> so, oh, I see the buses now. That's oh. a big yeah. building. Yeah, that is a big building. Well, it's multi-storied. But like even still, like, oh, that, that must house a lot of children. Uh, kind of. I think it was like 178. Something like that. Anyway... Tonight, we are doing the Nevada tan story. Nevada, like the state, slash tan. The the hyphen tan is actually a Japanese, not surname, but do you know how 
for instance, in Spanish culture, you would say Benito mm-hmm. as in small. Or yep. you would put the ito on there yeah. to stim- to simulate something small. Poquito. Yeah. Poquito or whatever. Yeah. But just that ito, I-T-O, yeah. would mean small. So tan is the same thing in Japan. It just means small. Oh, tiny. Yeah. Like a suffix, like an adjective. Yeah, suffix. So it's tiny. So these are elementary school. Gotcha. Uh, this is elementary school case. It's oh, very God. fucking crazy. It's uh, the Nevada tan name was given to an 11-year-old named Natsumi Su, T-S-U-I-I. Natsumi Tsuji. She is now known as Nevada Tan. Nevada Tan. And the school that we're going to is Okubo Elementary School. This is around lunchtime, noon o'clock on June 1st, 2004. So, you guys haven't heard of this? No. Mm-mm. That's because it's crazy. All the stories this week are fucking crazy. And we are doing the zombie story, too. Ooh. That'll be released on Friday for you guys. This is Nevada Tan, if you want to describe her. Oh, she's wearing a Winnie the Pooh shirt. My favorite. Um, Looks like a very happy child. Uh, I think she's rocking a haircut similar to what Jen had in the 90s. Perhaps a bowl cut. I can't really tell if, if her hair is longer just based on the background of Way that photo. shade at no. my boy <laughs> haircut phase. It wasn't my choice. You this, loved it. Here's a better picture. No, she uh, had a better not haircut. quite, yeah. Yeah, Jen had a worse haircut. Sorry. Does she look like a killer? Definitely not. She looks like a child. She looks curious. What'd you say, Nicole? She looks like that girl from The Ring? I said That's she looks fucked. like a child. That's fucked. <laughs> That, that is girl had the hair covering her face. <laughs> yeah, the girl from the ring that was in the well like had the what hair like and she like came up. Which is r- they do the not scary all look movie the same, movies. Nicole. The scary movies <laughs> where they make fun of the ring is really funny. Yeah, oh the, the yeah. Yeah. Oh, your um your <laughs> Halloween movie marathon starts this week, right? It's it already begins. Started. It begins. We've already been watching Halloween shit. You know what we should do? They mm. have um, on Netflix, there's an option through your browser that you can have a watch party and like we can watch the same movie at the oh, same time. Oh, I like that. Or you could just, you know, spend more time with us at the house. Also a possibility. And we could literally watch it on the couch. All right, look at this picture. Can you tell me which one Nevada Tan is? Um, One of the ones with the arrows? Well, obviously, Jen. <laughs> The one on the left. With the bangs. Yes. They both have bangs. They like all have bangs. On our left. Yes, very good. The one that's wearing a sweatshirt that says Nevada. Oh. Oh. (laughs) I didn't even notice that. I hadn't either. (laughs) Oh, shit. That is how she got her name, Nevada. Oh, oh. because she wore a Nevada sweatshirt? (laughs) Yeah. So in Japanese culture, and we've explored this in the Furuto or the Junko Furuto case and a couple of the other Japanese stories. But it's like this in America too, but there are very strict penalties in Japan if you are a part of a news organization and you release uh, a child, a juvenile's name Mm. in the public. It's very strict. I'm talking about like imprisonment. Got it. So when this story happened... Everyone knew it was one of these kids here. They didn't know which one, but once they figured it out, and I'm going to tell you how they figured it out. 
it was actually a mistake how they figured it out. They they knew her face and they put it together, but at first they just called her Nevada Tan because she was wearing the Nevada sweatshirts. Kind of interesting. But they did figure out her name. I'll show you how in a little bit. It's kind of interesting how they did that. Very strict punishments for that, apparently. So this is Nevada Tan, 11-year-old girl, very sinister looking. I mean, I I wouldn't have initially thought that, but we, we kind of know that they're... There's something sinister about her, so perhaps we're jumping to a what we want to see. I was going to do the, uh, but I'm not. The grudge noise? <laughs> fuck. That's, That's not even the same movie. Fuck is not? No. No. Oh, shit. The grudge is the little boy. <laughs> that was a scary one. I didn't like that. Oh, wait. Did I see the grudge? I think so. Oh, I was thinking the Babadook. Oh, I the Babadook scary. is fucking scary. I had a kind of scary dream last night. I'm not going to go into detail because I know we don't have a lot of time. Did we announce <laughs> the winner of that contest? Oh, shit. Yeah. Not, Jen would like to know if, <laughs> if not Jen won. <laughs> yeah, we did. Thanks for bringing that up. Um, I actually emailed the guy, Chris from Indianapolis. You need to email me back, sir. You won the contest. I think you're from Indianapolis. You're, you're, um, if not, there's a Chris that's listening to us right now from Indianapolis who is going to email. <laughs> yeah, so I, um, well, your email has the word Indianapolis in it. So, Chris, you are the winner of the contest. What happened to, we're waiting to send your stuff out, but I don't know where to send it. So, let me know. Reply to that email. Also, if you if you didn't get the email, or it, it may be in your spam folder. So, I, I title a lot of my emails with things like, you Spam. know, hey, hot guy, click here to see my photos, <laughs> stuff like that. <laughs> you know what's the worst about about like spam like that? Now they're coming in text messages and Snapchats, too. Like, oh, spam Snapchat? That's weird. Yeah. All right. Tonight we're talking about 11-year-old Natsumi Su. Natsumi Tsuji. That is Nevada Tan from now on. Oh, so there is a name. Yeah. He already said the name. What? <laughs> no, you said that they weren't allowed to release a name because it was a minor. Yeah, a minor. This is in 2004. Oh, okay. So they're no longer a minor. And obviously okay. she has a name. She's not just, hey, girl. I didn't Actually, know, that's I didn't a good know point. that they could release the name yet. That's what I'm trying to get at. Actually, that is a good point that Nicole brought up oh, for that well, thank reason. You. The papers, a lot of the papers, if they don't have the girl's name, if she's a juvie, they'll use girl A. That is what the killer would be called. Girl and then the, the letter A. So, but anyway, this is 11-year-old Natsumi Sue. Go to talkmer.com to see these photos. You definitely want to see all the photos from this week. Lots of zombies eating faces. When I say the word zombie eating faces, what state do you think of? Florida. Florida. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Florida zombies, man. Basalts. <laughs> is that what happened? Yeah. yeah. That's what happened? Yeah. You sure? Is that what I we're guess we're going to find out. Huh? Is that what we're doing next? <laughs> All right. This Ooh. is 11-year-old Natsumi Sue. From now on, I'll call her Nevada. She lures her best friend. Well, they used to be best friends. Now they're having a disagreement for the past week. They've been having a, a disagreement. <sighs> but her friend Satomi Mitaria. Satomi Mitarai. And her friends called her Remy. 
R-E-I-M-I. So I'm going to refer to her as Remy from now on. She's the victim. She's 12. And her best friend, Nevada, is 11. Okay. Nevada, not her real name. Correct. How many damn times I got to go not over this? Me. <laughs> not to me, Nevada. I'm just... What the fuck? You know, sometimes I have to repeat things for my own sake. Ugh. I have or a mine. bad memory. They were best friends a week ago. Best friends. Oh, I love you. Yes. Was a boy the problem? Is that what it is? Boys? I don't know. It's usually girls that are the problem. No, no I meant when they're fighting over a boy. Oh. Around lunchtime, June 1st, 2004, Nevada lures Remy to the third floor. Now, everyone's at lunch. There's 178 students in the school, and they're all eating lunch. So no one is in the classrooms. The classrooms are empty, especially in the third floor because the lunchroom's downstairs. All the teachers are down there and everything. They both go upstairs, and I don't know what Nevada said, but it was like, hey, you know, come here. I want to tell you something or whatever. They go up to the third floor. They go into a classroom. She shuts the door. Nevada, the 11-year-old, pulls out a chair. She's like, go ahead and sit down. Just like Chris Hansen. Why don't you have a seat over there? Why don't you have a seat right here? (laughs) Have a seat right here. (laughs) Nevada pulls out a chair. So Remy sits down in the chair. Nevada then goes over to the curtains and slowly pulls the curtains back. She doesn't want anyone to see, you know, what's going on. Mm. At this point, Remy has no idea what's going on. Nevada then takes a blindfold when Remy is sitting in the chair and slowly Nevada puts it around her eyes. And for some reason, Remy is just okay with this. I mean, obviously she didn't know what was coming, but she just lets her blindfold her, completely blindfold her. Next, Nevada, the 11-year-old, takes out a box cutter. Oh, no. (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs) Box cutter. She puts the blade real close to the neck <laughs> of Remy, her her used to be friend, but they've been fighting. They were best friends, but they've been having some disagreements lately. I guess. Now she's blindfolded, remember, and it's dark in the room because the curtains are closed. Right. And they're on the third floor, so it's quiet. Mm. It's like it's like the ring kind of quiet in there. There's like a well. In the room. Okay. okay. <laughs> it's really quiet in the room. She takes out the box cutter she has in her pocket, her little Nike shorts, flips the thing open, you know, with a little push button mm-hmm. and the blade comes out with a little razor. She puts the blade on the left of Remy's neck. So think about it. And remember, she's a 12-year-old. It's a 12-year-old 11. neck. Oh, yeah. The victim, Remy, is 12 12 years old. So she puts the utility knife, is what they call it in Japan, to the neck on the left side, all the way to the left, right under the ear. Mm -mm. And she, I don't think she does it slowly, but she digs that knife blade as far as she can into her friend until it ends all the way at the right side of her neck. Under her right ear. So literally from ear to ear. ear to ear, 
she cut her neck. Now, remember, 12 years old, nearly 10 centimeters deep in that 12-year-old's neck, which is four inches. So look at your own neck. It is, so she inserted the entirety of the blade You're, and then sliced. And it's yeah. not like a light cut. Yeah, because box cutters only have a very That's small like, blade. It's like she dug it all, all the way in. She dug it in with all the hatred and that she had. And she just, ear to ear, ear to ear. So a human, like our necks, adult necks, I'm like feeling mine now. Mm -hmm. I mean, six inches, maybe seven, you know, or whatever. So a 12 year old, four inches deep. That literally cuts her head off completely. In fact, most of the papers refer to her as decapitated. And in fact, in America, oh, wow. she, in America, she would be considered decapitated. You don't actually have to lose your head to be considered decapitated. You just your head's just got to be severed from its spine. Oh. That's decapitation. Whoa! So you can have your head still on. So she was severed. Her spinal cord was severed with this. Yeah. So hers, hers was so bad. No. Her spinal cord was the only thing holding her head on from Ugh. falling off. Basically, the knife hit the spinal cord. That's that's four inches deep. The spinal cord being the very base. That's how deep this fucking knife went. <laughs> You're holding your neck. I know. I'm like <laughs> touching my... Oh, I don't like this. Wow. Okay. This is okay. Some scary movie shit right here. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So. <laughs> Holy fuck. Wow. Ah, what do you guys think of that shit? That's a lot. Okay, so what happened? How <laughs> how did uh, uh how was did she get in trouble? Is that what you're gonna say? Well, I was gonna ask <laughs> when <laughs> when was uh Remy discovered? Hold on a second. Why do y'all rush me? Y'all y'all act like y'all know y'all think I ain't gonna actually get to that. No, I'm I'm just. I'm trying not to think of a head falling off from the back. Well, it wasn't falling off because like, the spinal cord was... Right. Like, it's like tipping yeah. over. Like nearly headless Nick. Yes. What? Yes. That is exactly what it's like. Well, who the fuck is that? You 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 read book two of Harry Potter. You should know who nearly headless Nick is. He was in book is. one, too. Yeah. yeah. Dumb. Well, they go into more detail in his Correct. death party. All right, Nikoiz, if you want to read this, we cannot move on until you pronounce this person's name correct kazuyoshi tomanaga oh that was actually pretty good <laughs> i was really i was really trying to thanks thanks to danielle being in japan holy shit i think that was perfect <laughs> kazuyoshi tomanaga from the sasebo fire department dispatched to the scene said quote a girl's body was lying face down on the floor she was unconscious and not breathing there was no heartbeat and no one else was at the scene so the sasebo that is the the pref uh was it prefecture was that what's called in japan japan the uh that is the city, basically, that they're okay. in. They're in Nagasaki, but that is the town. Uh, I think they go, what is it, prefecture? That sounds right, know. right? Prefecture? I don't know, but is, is it Japanese? like the county type thing? Um, yeah, that is a prefecture. I guess prefecture means like a... Uh, Japan is divided into 47 prefectures, which rank... Uh, yada, yada, yada. 
basically like little towns. That's what they call them, prefectures. So this is in Nagasaki, but the Sasebo is the prefecture. Got it. Okay. That's, so this is called the Sasebo slashing or the Nevada tan story. Got it. I want to know where the box cutter came from. Like, did she bring that from home or was that lying around in the school? Maybe it was an art room or something. Mm-hmm. And also like four inches deep, like a, like the tip of the. It's the entirety of the whole blade. Yeah. Oh, she dug it in there, man. <laughs> probably it was probably more like a, you know, m- moving her hand like, ugh, ugh, like a sawing oh, no. effect. No, no, no. You know? So that's what we beat them on. Our, the Saw is an American movie, isn't it? So we are better at them than what? Them. Than what? The Saw franchise, you mean? Yeah. Saw franchise is dumb. Yeah, it is dumb. I saw that in I in theater in one of the, I, which one was it? I think Saw three that I saw in theaters and I was okay. It's now, just gory. Paranormal Activity. No, I couldn't sleep at night. Well, see, it's really easy to sleep after you watch Paranormal Activity. If you use logic and then realize that ghosts aren't real and it's just. Okay. Ghosts are real. (laughs) We're not going to talk about this again, Uh, but uh, there's a new, there's a new found footage film coming out. And I think it's coming out on Netflix. Hmm. And it's supposed to be like really, really scary. Remy falls to the ground. She's still alive. There is. I know she's only 12 years old, but there is a little amount of blood still pumping. And that blood is going all over Nevada Tan, all over her, completely bloody, head to toe. Remy falls to the ground. She attempts to crawl to the door. They actually found her in the entryway. So think about the classroom, third floor. They go in, shut the door, empty classroom, but there are chairs. She pulls a chair from one of the long desks, kind of close to the door. So I'm thinking maybe three or four feet away from the door. She puts a chair there, and that's where this happened. So Remy falls on the floor, and then with a very minimal amount of strength left at this point, she attempts to crawl, and they actually found her in the entryway of the door. So she actually made it about two feet before that was it. But that's not a lot, Mm-mm. crawling, you mm. know. She was dead. I mean, obviously. So That's so sad that she had to spend her last moments like trying to crawl for help. I know. When they interviewed Nevada Tan about the story later, she said that she looked down at the body and it was shaking, convulsing, but then suddenly it just got still. Creepy. This is some Japanese creepy shit right here, man. Mm-hmm. All right. They've got some good <clears throat> horror things. Mm-hmm. She took the... Yeah, I know. <laughs> this would make a great horror movie, mm-hmm. but this is like real life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nevada Tan takes the box cutter. She takes a handkerchief, wraps it in her, in the handkerchief, puts it in her pocket. She didn't know why she didn't throw it away. She should have just threw it away. It didn't matter it anyway. She's fucking got blood all over. She actually goes directly back to class like nothing has happened. Okay. The teacher immediately looks at this girl and says, you know, what the fuck? Fuck, like, she's completely bloody. And this is probably one of the most chilling things I've ever read in my life doing this freaking podcast. This was her words to the teacher to explain the blood on her clothes, like completely covering her clothes. This is not my blood. (laughs) That's all she said. This is not my blood. 
Oh, it was all over her Nevada sweatshirt? <laughs> yeah. Oh. So this is... No, no, no. No, I, w- I don't think she was wearing that sweatshirt. Well, maybe no. she was. I don't know. But Nevada... She just got the name Nevada because people were trying to figure out who it was. Oh, okay. And they had to call her something other than Girl A. Yeah. And, you know, obviously, this is some... Eventually going to be some anime type of shit. It she's going to be a horror be, movie. She's going to be... Um, what do you call it? She's going to be horrified in anime. She is. But you know how these the Japanese do it. They freaking make these people like... You remember the one we just did in Japan? Yeah, yeah. The... And she's like a, a meme and oh, yeah. famous. Well, they, they, <laughs> there they is a very like word? specific genre of horror like that Jap- like Japanese are known for mm-hmm. or with their horror films and stuff like that. So this would be... I could easily see this being a horror film in Remember the that Parasite film? Yeah. I think it was Chinese. That was Chinese. Oh, no, or was it Korean? I think it was Chinese. But that was good. It was. It wasn't really horror until the end. Yeah. All right. This is from the Washington Post, if you want to read this. Minutes later, teachers found Remy, a 12-year-old girl, lying in a pool of gore from an empty classroom overlooking the sandy playground at Okubu Elementary School. Well, hold on a second. So this is Washington Post. This is not translated from Japanese. But even they are are kind of adapting the Japanese because all the the Japanese papers they put into this horror, they do like they're using the word pool of gore. <laughs> Who uses the word pool of gore instead of pool of blood? This is from the Washington Post in a pool of gore. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. You guys don't think that's crazy. The eleven-year-old killer, according to her own admissions, as a recounted. As recounted in interviews with school officials and counselors, had led Satomi, remembered from remembered for her toothy grin, into the room. The attacker drew the curtains before slitting her victim's throat and brutally kicking the dying girl's head and sides, according to those interviewed. Oh, so she didn't just slit her throat, she kicked her afterwards. Oh, oh yeah, but you should have seen what she did a week ago, before this. What do you mean? Well, they were obviously fighting over something. So she had a reason to do this, I'd imagine. Well, I can't imagine a really good reason. Well, that depends on your definition of good reasons, doesn't it? Well, yeah, although I'm, I feel confident that there's really not anything that would make me do that. Remy's father later described his daughter as, quote, When I arrived, Satomi was already lying there, collapsed. I couldn't believe what I was seeing. I can't put in words what I'm feeling now. I can't understand it all. I don't have a clue. End quote. There's got to be a motive. Well, there should be. Both of the girls were in the same class. And just a week ago, they were best friends. In fact, both of the girls had a similar passion for computers. And this is... This is Nevada Tan's website here. Now, I looked it up. This is in 2004. MySpace was invented in 2003. However, this is not a MySpace page. No. MySpace wasn't introduced to Japan until November 2006. Okay. So what you're looking at is a website built by Nevada. Oh, wow. Using HTML. That, there was no platforms wow. to do that my myspace was the platform to have your own website at the time 
You know what I'm saying? WordPress wasn't here. Blogger.com. None of that shit was here. Wow. It was, and actually I remember doing websites way back in the day, using Dreamweaver from Adobe and loading straight HTML and CSS, which is like how you style it. So, oh, I want that header to be blue. That's what CSS is kind of shit. So you use both HTML and CSS and that's how you make a website with straight code. So you're looking at this website. Yeah, it looks kind of dated now, but that shit was hand coded by her. That's impressive. Yeah, for fucking 11, 11 years old. And she's hand coding that. See, we had the beauty of MySpace at this time. Right. You know, we didn't have to, but you remember, I don't know if you remember MySpace. You You could do, yeah, certain things. Yeah. So what's that girl's name that commented the high schooler? She's like, what the fuck is MySpace? Oh, heaven. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Before your time. Way before your fucking time. Holy shit. You know? Fuck. Yeah. Because I remember coding that shit, you know, just doing little things, but she actually coded that entire thing herself. Pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, no, pretty good. I never had a MySpace. Hmm. I had Facebook. Like, I think I was... MySpace to my place. Yeah, I never had it either. I had it. I had it. MySpace was like the first Tinder. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> yeah, probably accurate. Uh, so I'm not going to say I didn't look at my crush's MySpace pages. Yeah. Because, I mean, I feel like that's what it was there for. Yeah, Yeah. really. But yeah, I never had my, I only had Facebook. Both of these girls are in the same class. Best friends, passion for computers. Both had their own websites. May 27th, a week before the murder. Okay. This is what happens. Both of the girls were in a chat room, which I don't even think they had AOL I mean, obviously, they didn't create their own chat room, but it was something like AOL. Maybe the AOL was over there. I don't know. When? 2003? No, it was 2004. 2004? Yeah. They had AOL. Mm-hmm. But it was some sort of chat room. Let's just say AOL. And again, those high schoolers are like, AO what? <laughs> AI? <laughs> I had to send an email to a parent this past <laughs> week who still has an AOL email address. My parents both still use AOL mail. It's too funny. I, I I mean, that was the first, man. AOL. I remember each update, they had like those cool looking discs and you always want to have like the cool. Di- the, I don't yeah. Know. I, I miss that. I and mean, them, them are the good old days. We need to go back to that shit. Now it's all like you're getting tracked and fucking everything and just, you know, it's like eyeballs all over you. And the like the sound would come on when. When someone the door opening yeah. and closing. Yeah, 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 yeah. I had a Phoebe Buffet from Friends was my like. Oh, I used to be voice. obsessed with Phoebe and yeah. her cat song. Smelly cat, smelly cat, smelly cat. It's not your fault. Oh, you do. I wait. No, I never seen that show. Clearly, you've <laughs> seen the show. Both had a passion for computers. May 27th, one week before the murder, both girls were in a chat room, AOL. However, on this night, particularly Nevada Tan was a tad bit late, and she scrolled back through the history, you know, see what everyone's talking about. Mm. (laughs) There was one day um, last year, and one of my students is like, you're really cool. And it made my day <laughs> because they were being sincere. And I was just like, it made my day. I was, it was, it was great. Man, That's funny. No one's ever called me cool. 
Oh, please. Yeah, but Noah said, you're really cool. You're That'd really be... cool. Yeah, but you're just saying that because I want to hear no. it. For me, anyway, I'm that I'm that adult who like doesn't care that they like I know that they think I'm like corny and stupid, but then like when they when you know you make a connection, they're like, "You're actually like a pretty cool person," and I'm like, "You know what? I know that, but hearing it from you validates me." So thank you. <laughs> You're making me feel so much better. Yeah. May twenty seventh, she logs into the chat room, scrolls up, seeing what was talked about obviously she doesn't care because she's cool but you know i just want to check kind of thing you know what i'm saying Mm. so she scrolls back up and sees that her best friend remy has been talking bad about her Uh uh-oh in the chat room drama in front of all these uh, Mm. other students and probably like 45 year old men (laughs) you will not believe what she called her what Y'all are going to gasp when you hear what she called her. What'd she call her? Remy called Nevada Tan a burrito. Burrito? A what? (laughs) A a burrito. A burrito. (laughs) A burrito. What does that mean? This I so I all the newspapers said it meant the word heavy like fat but I, but I know but I looked it up and it doesn't quite mean that it's actually a very popular term does it mean fat it like, like phat no no it doesn't mean fat at all it's actually a very popular term among in the Japanese culture and a lot of men look for burrito girls does that mean like curvy no not curvy it's nothing to do with the appearance. So I'm going to read this. This is from some Japanese website. What is a Harajuku girl? I don't know. Like, you remember in Gwen Stefani? Mm-hmm. She In Gwen Stefani, she had her Harajuku girls. I can't remember. I don't know. She had like a posse of Japanese girls. Yeah. I know what you're talking her about. I just don't know it. Album. And then like in... A burrito is a term used to describe girls who put on the appearance of being almost unbearably cute and innocent. It is a well-known personality type here in Japan. The thought of a girl who affects another personality when out in public might not be especially appealing to someone at first, but this isn't simply a case of young women being two-faced. Bariko has that special hint of Japanese kawaii culture, and it appeals to a surprising number of men. So here's a few things. I and mean, we have something like this over here. This is not like charming. They're, they're called ditzy blondes. Oh. So think of Jessica Simpson. Uh, tuna is with tuna the sea is chicken or whatever the fuck. Remember? So a couple of the things she could aff- be affecting a lisp. She could be speaking with a voice that is much higher than her natural voice. Using their own name when speaking in the first person. So John likes this. Oh my God. Yeah. She could be pretending to be naive, changes in attitudes and behavior when around men, and upturned doe eyes. So basically like trying to be ditzy like and innocent and stupid and, oh my God, here's my A lot of girls face. do that. Yeah. yeah. Dumb my... themselves down and make themselves seem stupid. Yeah. So yeah. the men are like, oh, I, I like working out. We should get together and see a movie. Or something, you know, men are just dumb cavemen. Mm-hmm. And the girl's like, oh my God, yeah, please buy me popcorn. Why is there a hole in the bottom of this popcorn? Ooh, what is that? Is there a gummy worm in here? Oh my God, stop it. 
<laughs> oh wait, that's just your erect penis. Can I just get some of this popcorn, please? <laughs> shit, shit. Like, where do you come up with this? I, I, you know, shit. I'm always so fascinated by what goes on in your mind, but I'm also terrified. Like, I don't know if I would ever want to live inside your mind. Oh, it's fucking awful, no. dude. I have to live inside my mind all the fucking time. It's terrible. That's why I sing all these random songs all the time to get myself. <laughs> I like the songs he sings, though. Those are fun. <laughs> <laughs> little like sidebars like that is like where like where is that coming from okay she also apparently called her heavy somewhere in there now nevada pretends not to care but she does you know how some guys I mean, if, if someone called me heavy that would hurt my feelings you know some guys you know they want to know if they're popular in high school or whatever but they don't really care so Nevada pretends not to care, but really she does. The next day in her journal, because they have all of her journals, and I'll link all these journals and everything on talkmore.com. And the next day, Nevada writes in her journal, quote, I thought I'd kill this day, but I couldn't, end quote. So the next day, she's already thinking about killing her. So she's been planning this. For like a day. But yeah, like all of a sudden, it's like, you know what? I am not a burrito. I'm going to kill this girl burrito baruco i'm not a baruco i'm a killis girl the next day she actually maps out which weapon to use so think of like a venn diagram and she's like putting the pros and cons of an ice pick a box cutter or strangulation oh wow on may 28th in the chat room remy once again writes that nevada tan is a burrico but this time nevada said Quote, instead of, what do you think she said? She responded back. I said, bitch. <laughs> I said, bitch. <laughs> I'm not. She said, quote, I'll kill you. Oh. In quote. <laughs> God damn. Jeez. That steps it up. I will cut you. <laughs> oh, yes, I will, girl. All right. So, let, I mean, let's talk about a motive here. <laughs> well, we found the motive. That was a little stressful. Well, there's got to be something else, right? You know. I mean... Japanese, they, they they like all this crazy shit over there. But, yeah. Some of the things on her website that the police found, because think about it. You have an elementary school kid who just murdered another elementary school kid in a fucking, one of the most gruesome fashions ever. I mean, if she wanted to kill him, kill her, she could have did anything not as gruesome, but she went for the box cutter and the whole setup. Mm-hmm. Literally like out of a horror movie. Right. So the Japanese police are now faced with, well, we got to fucking answer why she did this to the public. And it's not because of some it's chat not because room of the chat bullshit. Room. Okay. It, yeah. I mean, it is, but. There's th- more to it. There's got to be more, right? I don't know. Like if someone's not in their, in their right mind and they're immature, you know, she's a, a child. She's 11 years old. Exactly. So there, maybe there isn't anything more truly. All right. Uh. If you want to read this, this is um, this is from my research. I can't remember which paper, but. What is so scary is that she seemed normal to us in every way, said Masashi Wantanabe, head of the Sasebo Children's Counseling Center, whose staff interviewed the girl after the killing. She did not seem like a troubled girl. There were no warning signs picked up by her teachers or parents. She could have been any of our children. She had a couple things on her computer, on her website right and one of them was a novel called 
Um, it was called uh, Battle Royale, and it was a novel turned teen movie and eventually video game depicting mass killings of several classmates. <laughs> so that was one of the things that struck investigators. The next thing was something called the Red Room, and Red Room. Red, the Red Room. And the Red Room is actually, that title was used by H.G. Wells a long time ago. Is not the same, though. This is a creepy pasta. You know how they fucking creepy mm. pastas. So this was just a link on her computer. She didn't actually write this. But the link said that this is, quote, considerably scary and people with weak hearts should not access it, end quote. So remember, she's 11 years old and... I mean, I read through her journals and everything. She just seems like a 11 year old man. I mean, all that shit. We just write all this crap. We used to link to these horror stuff. So this is some of the anime. She is a anime star. This is uh, oh, you wow. see the Nevada oh, tan. Yeah. So that it really circulated the internet like all Japanese stories. She's that like are her fucked. own creepy pasta. Yeah, but she She's didn't like become. She the story. didn't um, do this herself. This was what. Right. No, I know. Yeah. This is what the anime thing oh. kind of sh- wow. <laughs> fucking does, right? There's even cosplay. Oh, I don't like that. So yeah, this is creepy. what you're looking at as a girl that's, I don't know, maybe 14 or whatever, wearing a Nevada sweatshirt with blood all over it. So I don't know. I know the Japanese culture is different, but I just feel like horror Amer- is really, yeah, they're really into the horror In shit. America, <laughs> that would be in such bad taste. Like that would not. Be yeah. okay. So this is how they found their name real quick. So this is her drawings. They put this on the the um, news. But somebody zoomed in, and I think it's that bottom drawing. They actually see your name right there. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's how they get that. Uh. Yeah. So she actually had instant regretification. I don't know if that's a word. Regratification? Regret? Re- regretification. Regret. Yeah. She had instant remorse. I like my word regretification. That's uh, not a word. Even though Definitely there's a red a line under it. <laughs> regretification. She says, Gratification quote, is very different. She says, quote, I wonder why I did it. If I thought and acted properly, it wouldn't have, have happened. Yeah. I would like to apologize, end quote. Now, keep in mind, she's 11 years old. Yeah. She apologized. She was instantly remorseful. She apologized to the parents, and I believe they forgave her. <sighs> And it's awful. She was in the police station. She was giving. She was given snacks. I put she was, she was given snakes. <laughs> she was given snacks at the police station, but she couldn't eat for like days. She was just too distraught over what she did. Wow. And she did a formal apology to her family. I mean, she is very. Remorseful. Remorseful. Yeah. Now. This was serious in in Japan. What do you think they would do to an eleven year old like this? Therapy counseling. I don't know if I mean it. I don't know, like putting a, a a child away in a juvenile detention center is definitely a possibility. It's a possibility in Japan if she was over twelve, which she wasn't. She's oh, eleven. Wow. She's eleven years old, which means the whole case, the murder case, had to be. Resolved in the Japanese family court, basically a civil court. Wow. Yeah, crazy. They ruled to institutionalize her because of the severity of the crime, and she was sent to serve time at the Tochigi Prefecture. I'm pretty sure she's out now. I couldn't find any 
information about where she's at now, but I'm pretty sure Likely. she's Likely. I mean, yeah. that was 15 years ago. But this has been some... There has been some serious concerns in Japan, in Japan, and we're wrapping this up, but this isn't the only crazy story that has been happening over there that is just horrendous. For with instance, children, you mean? That's yeah, with children, children yeah. So, for instance, uh, juvenile heinous crime has been on the rise over the last decade in Japan. In fact, from the the year before to when she killed, it was like up 40%. For wow. juvenile crime, not murder per se, but juvenile crime, huh. which includes murder. The previous July, so a year before, a 12-year-old Nagasaki boy kidnapped and molested a four-year oh four-year-old. Tw- this guy's twelve. This kid's twelve years old. He kidnaps a four-year-old boy and murdered him by pushing <gasps> him off a roof. Oh my god! In 1997, so. Seven years before, a 14-year-old boy cut... Oh, this is fucking nuts, dude. This is fucking nuts. This is what these Japanese stories, man. Like, dude, you guys fucking... Like, you guys just over-fucking-do it. I, I don't get I don't it, think man. They, I don't think we can talk, though, because there's a lot of yeah, but we, murder. Like, it's, it's, it's on a different... It's like, but it's there, it's a lot of gun. It's fucking concern. creepy over there, though. Check this out. Well, horror is the is the like if that's what they are they are seeing a lot of in in the <sighs> horror movies and the anime and the, if they're very gory, like that's what they get. Just like here, there's a lot of video games and yeah, they, everywhere on the news, it's all about guns and that's why we have gun problems. You know, yeah. I'm not saying like that's why, but you know what I mean. Like that's what. Yeah, that's I mean, what, it's definitely a factor that plays into yeah. it. Your that's envi- what they're surrounded what by. Yeah. yeah, but anyway, this is crazy. This is some macabre shit. In 1997, a 14 year old boy. Cuts off the head of an 11-year-old. Now, this is in the Nagasaki district, the same district. Wow. Not only does he cut off the 11-year-old's head, but he leaves it mounted to the entrance gate of the school. Like St. Thomas More. That reminds me of um, the bus episode. Yeah. Yeah. So the incident was so vile that Japanese authorities responded by lowering the criminal rate from 14 to 12. But Nevada Tan wasn't 12. So, (laughs) I mean, cut off a boy's head and then mounted it. Like if you can go into a, a, you know, an island inhabited by indigenous people (laughs) and they have the heads on the spike. I mean, what the fuck, dude? (laughs) It's wild. That's not even in video games. Like you gotta be <laughs> fucked. You'll see. Know. You'll see shit like that in in movies and stuff. But that's a Nevada Tan story. Wow. I couldn't find out where she's at. I'm pretty sure she's out of prison. I mean, well, I mean she, she was wasn't even. Yeah, yeah, she wasn't in prison per se. But I mean, obviously, she's most likely changed her name. There. If you like this story, go back and listen to one. Uh, it's called, uh, I don't remember what episode number, but it, the title was Where We Be Heading. And that is about a Chinese immigrant that came over and... To Canada. To Canada. And let's just say that was... Th- that. Let's just say... Let's just say it. Uh, You'll put- rethink your bus travels. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Public transportation will never look the same. Yeah. And what's interesting about that story... Two also is uh, Greyhound 
a year before had spent millions on marketing their new slogan that said, you never heard of bus rage. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Why well, we never heard of bus cannibalism either. <laughs> but, yeah, so they uh they actually took that marketing statement down. But anyway, that's the Nevada Tan story. Go talk wow. com to see all those photos. And uh yeah, I hope you guys like that. We got two more stories this week. We're doing a zombie killer, so stay tuned for that. That's the Florida bath salts. That's what they think it is. You know. We'll find out. So anyway. Uh, That's all I got, and uh, until next time, my name is John. Good night, you lovely, lovely people.